Yes, indeed. Let me first begin by giving you just a bit of context so that you understand what it is and why the court arrived at the decision it arrived at. This case uh, stems from an issue um, that dates back to 2015 involving a labor brokering company called Assigned Services. In terms of the law, a labor brokering company is known as a, a company which provides temporary employment services. Now, Assigned Services had placed workers at a company called Cross, and um, these workers were working at a full-time basis at Cross and providing um, full-time work. Now, what happened is that after three months, um, as NUMSA, we believed that Cross shelving must now absorb these workers, make them permanent, and ensure that they, they are uh, receiving benefits in line with other permanent workers in terms of what the law says. Uh, with regards to the relationship between uh, of temporary employment of, of temporary workers, so um, on the other hand, the labour broking company assigned services disagreed with our interpretation or our understanding of the labour law in terms of defining this relationship. Assigned services, the labour broking company was saying that after three months, these workers are now being managed and run. Uh, as part of what they called a dual employment system. In other words, they said that themselves as a labor brokering company, together with cross-shelving, are the main employers. As NUMSA, we were arguing that only cross is the main employer. Now, why this is important? This is important, Sakina, because this understanding of the labor law and the definition thereof has been used to justify long-term um, contracts with labor brokering services that go way beyond the period that is stipulated by the labor law of three months. So th- it was important for the constitutional court to provide clarity on how this section of the law with respect to temporary workers is applied. Is it a situation where after three months these workers now become the permanent employee of the main employer which is what we expect or is it a case of that after three months they are now um, fall under this category of dual employment, which would mean that they are employees of both the labor brokering company and the main employer? Today we have confirmation on how to interpret that segment of the law. The Constitutional Court came out unequivocally to say that the way that the section of the law has been interpreted is this. Workers who work under labor brokers may only work for them for three months. If that contract is extended beyond three months, then those workers automatically become the full-time employee of the main employer and are no longer to be run under the umbrella of a labor brokering company. This for us is a major victory because in essence what the Constitutional Court is saying is they have relegated the function of labor brokering as a temporary service, which cannot exceed more than three months. And um, in the case of these, this category of workers, um, it means that after three months, they now automatically become permanent, eligible for the same benefits as other permanent employees. And it is a landmark judgment, and it is a victory for workers everywhere.
Pagamile, so what does this mean in the immediate term? Does this then mean that um, the affected workers uh, from uh, Kraft, does that mean they now go back and as permanent employees immediately? And of course for others as well who have been working through labor brokers for companies for more than three months. Absolutely, Sakina. This court case has provided clarity on the interpretation of that law, which means there is no excuse for any employer out there to extend a labor brokering contract for more than three months. If these are services that you require on a full-time basis, the law is saying to you, you now need to employ them full-time after three months. So um, in the case of uh, Cross, it means that for our members, Yes, indeed, immediately, with immediate effect, our members, uh, in terms of the law, are being recognized as being workers who must be placed under the full-time employment of crust shelving. And in the broader sense, it means that for all workers who work for labor brokering companies, after three months, they are now permanent. This only applies to a particular bracket of workers who are earning an income of not more than 205,000 rand per annum. I think that uh, that that's uh, an important uh, provisor there because uh, you know I was just going to mm. ask: Does this mean that people can walk up to their employee, employers tomorrow and say, "Well, I am now a permanent employee," as per yesterday's constitutional court judgment? Well, you see, those are some of the things that we are going to have to deal with. Firstly, from a trade union perspective, uh, on our side, we are going to have to ensure that we look at within all our sectors. Um, which of our members fall into this bracket. Um, this particular segment of the legislation applies to workers who are categorized as uh, low-earning workers. As I said, the economic bracket that they fall under is the one of uh, earning bracket, rather, is the one at 205,000 rand per annum. And these are workers who must have been placed in that place of employment um, through a labor brokering service. So it only applies to workers under that definition that I've just given to you there. And if you fall into that definition, then yes, absolutely, in terms of the law, you are now supposed to be a permanent employee of the main employer. So there is a lot of work to be done in workplaces all over the country. This law or this this, this um, confirmation is going to have a huge impact because we have always argued as Munta that these labor brokering companies have been deliberately misinterpreting this section of the legislation in order to justify that these contracts carry on way beyond the the, the three-month contract that is legislated by the law. As of today, that can no longer happen.